Welcome to the Do Business Better podcast, the place for ideas you can implement to achieve prosperity. You'll get insights from successful business people on how they do business better. You'll glean tactics on creating a life and business by choice because we interview real business people who've done just that. Now here's your host, Damian Mason. Greetings, friends, and thanks for joining me here on the Do Business Better podcast. It's me, Damian Mason. So happy to have you joining me on this, the first real week, the first full and business-oriented week of the new year, 2020. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about is 2020, how we're going to take our life and our business to the next level in the year 2020. You know, New Year is such a rejuvenating time. It's such an exciting time. It's such a hopeful time. But you know, all that stuff means a lot of nothing. When you really think about it, people get drunk on New Year's Eve and have champagne toast and eat a bunch of food. And then they say, I hope that next year is better. Well, hope is not a strategy. You've probably heard me say that before. I talk a lot about that to my business crowds. Hope is not a strategy. If nothing else, you can go away from this podcast and write that one down because, you know, hoping that business improves, hoping that your uh, financials get better, hoping that customers want to come and do business with you. None of that is a business strategy that will take you very far in your life and business. Hope is not a strategy. Uh, but goal setting is. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about um, because this is, uh, you know, the week of January 6th, 2020. And that doesn't matter when you're listening to this because these rules apply no matter what. It's just that I always think about these things when we're heading into the new year. Uh, in my book, Do Business Better, I have a big chapter where I talk about, um, you know, what it takes to start and run a, a business or an entrepreneurial venture or a self-employed venture, whatever that should be, and how business plans, if you hear this show uh, repeatedly, you know that we talk about business plans are got, they're good, they're fine, people like them, but I don't, uh, I don't believe in them a lot because they tend to project five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road, and markets move so fast. The marketplace, the pace of technology is just moving so fast that you can't really go by that. So I talk a lot about goals. So if you've read my book, you know that on page 77, just chapter number 11, I have a whole chapter devoted to goal setting. But before we get into goal setting, what we really need to do is be really frank with ourselves, really frank with ourselves. Uh, here in this beginning of the year, because everybody's out to slay their dragons, man. They're going to make this year their little bitch. You know, <laughs> that's that's the way it is. Everybody's full of optimism. They they know that this is the year where they're going to get a promotion, start a new job, start a new business, uh, uh, create the entrepreneurial vision of their dream, uh, change their relationship, lose weight, start exercising, save money, be a better parent, you name it. This is what kind of goes along with New Year's. And again, that's fine. But these are really just lip service. You can't even say they're good intentions. They're kind of like more good lip service intentions because generally, you know this and I know this too, a lot of this stuff goes by the wayside. So one of the points we're going to make here before we get going is about realistic goals. And before we even get into that, we're going to go with reflection. Um, I do a thing around Christmas time, I usually try and run like as fast as I can doing work and business and taking care of things, buttoning up loose ends, handling some farm projects, some money, some uh, things that just kind of got put on the back burner. Then I slow down with my business travel, usually second or third week of December. And I think, okay, button up, button up, close up shop, get this thing done, get this done, get this handled, get this crossed off the list. And then I kind of go into my Christmas time around December 24th, it was this year, not until Christmas Eve, because um, I was just on the run a lot. And um, then 
the good thing about that is you can kind of spend that holiday time being a little reflective. And I guess if you didn't do that this year, I want you to do it right now. No matter if you're listening to this podcast and it's in June, think back over the last six months or the last 12 months. Don't have a radio on. Don't have uh, a bunch of distraction. Just think back, you know, just kind of close your eyes, think back a little bit. What the hell has happened in the last three months, six months, 12 months that went right? Then what has happened in the last three, six, and 12 months that went wrong? What did you do wrong? What did you do incorrectly? What can you learn from? So I was talking about instead of New Year's resolutions, put that second. First, let's do old year reflections. Old year reflections mean looking back with a critical eye, what went well, what didn't go well over the last six, 12 months, three months, three weeks, whatever you want to do. But I think it's really helpful to me. I always put things in increments of year and then quarter. Uh, That's how I do it in my business. I always look at how do we do in Q1? How do we do in Q2? And as you're reflecting, You're saying, you know what I really did well? I really, I really nailed this one thing. I really nailed this two things, whatever it is. That's what you're going to build on moving forward. That's what you're going to exploit. If you uh, picked up a new client in a new industry, you're going to say, okay, I really think that this is a direction we can start doing more business. And boom, there you go. If you say, no, man, you know what I did really right and what I did really well these last six months, 12 months? you know, X. Well, that's where you're going to then say, that's my new foundation for growth. And of course, looking at what you've done wrong, I can tell you for me, one thing I did right, I, I kept my creative business going. You know, I wrote two books, I released Do Business Better in April of last year, and I released my Food Fear book about the business of food and agricultural production and the reality and straight talk of the business of food and agriculture. Came out right before Christmas, like second week of December. <clears throat> so, um, what I'm really happy about is the creative juices were flowing and I was creating out, cranking out content, which is a big part of my business. Um, you know, the financial part of my business, I was a little off, um, just a little off. And I'm not afraid to admit that. Uh, I had a record years in 15, 16, 17, and then things slowed down a little here in 18 and 19. Um, not really slowed down anything significantly. Like you're not going to push the panic button, but whenever you're not still going up in dollar revenue, you start to say, wait a minute, what did I do wrong? So we came down just a little bit and, um, it's important to say, okay, how much of that is me? How much of that is marketing? How much of that is, uh, consumer, uh, end? You know where the thing I can look at and say I did wrong? In 2018, I had, as they say, a lot of eggs in one basket. And in 2019, I didn't get that. I didn't get that basket harvested. <laughs> okay, so that's where I look back and say, "Oh, I know what I did wrong in 2019. I had about probably uh, 20% of my revenue the year prior was with one client. So if you've got one fifth of your uh, business with one client." then uh, that client doesn't have a need for you in the following year, what happens? Well, you lose 20% of your revenue. So uh, it wasn't quite that bad because we picked up some other stuff. But I guess I'm giving you this say, look back and be very honest with yourself. When you do your New Year's resolutions or your New Year's look ahead, look back into your old rear reflection, meaning look at the last 12 months and say, all right, what went wrong? So that's that's one thing. A uh, second thing that I can look back and say I did wrong, I'm still getting better at this at age 50, about managing managing certain clients' demands and understanding what their real objective is. Now, I know this sounds silly, but maybe you're there also. People say one thing, 
And they don't always really mean that one thing. And it's really difficult for me to navigate. I always tell my wife, I only speak words. I don't, I don't know what non-words mean. I don't know what words that, that, that mean something, but they are actually meant to mean something else mean. I only know words. So I'm getting really a, a lot better at this, understanding about objectives. And I got that wrong a couple of times. Everything went fine, but we can honestly look at our business and say, okay, Here's one where I screwed up in the last 12 months. I didn't fully understand their objective. I took them at their word of what they wanted and what the objective was and what their uh, goal was and what they wanted to attain from me doing business with me. But that's not really what they wanted. This happens on the consulting side. It happens uh, with large corporations, but can happen with a lot of um, uh, situations. So those are my things. What are your things? I guess that's the question for you. Since we're trying to be reflective here, we are being reflective. What things did you do right? What things did you do wrong? Um, for me, I managed money well. Um, we grew a lot of assets. We uh, did some really good things with my farm assets. Uh, some new changes that were made there, just subtle things, simple things. Uh, what we did right was uh, the creative part of my business was going very well. The service part of my business went very, very well. What I did wrong was uh, the eggs in one basket thing. Uh, I should have seen that coming and been a more, little more uh, vigilant about finding a, a new revenue source or I'm sorry, to fill in for a, a clientele. But what we all do this, by the way. If you, if you are in any way dealing with other companies or individuals, and I'm sure you are, we sometimes, all of us have this thing where we get a little bit, a little bit, a bit comfortable. We have one big client and it's like, okay, but when that one big client then doesn't have a need for you for the next 12 months, it definitely comes back to hurt you. So that was my big um, reflection moment. I guess I would look for you to do the same thing. Look back and be reflective about what what went well and what can you improve upon? What can you build upon? What was so shiny that you're like, shoot, that is my new thing. I'm going to build on that. And then what do you say, man, I'm going to have to learn from this or it's going to be really a struggle for me. So that's a big part of what I think a new year does for me as I look back reflection. Second part, let's talk about realistic. Uh, everybody at New Year's time is going to slay the hell out of the new year, right? They're just going to get out there and they're going to just own that year. But by about June or sometimes March, it's just kind of like New Year's resolutions that on average last until January 15th. You've lost sight a little bit of those objectives. And so I always encourage people to make sure that you're very realistic about the goals that you set for your personal and business life. What things will you actually be as committed to? at Christmas time as you are at New Year's time. You know what I'm saying? We're talking 51 weeks later. What thing will you be as committed to 51 weeks from now as you are today? Because if you're not going to be committed to it, why are you, why are you, why are you bothering? You're just giving lip service. So one of the things I do is I kind of, you know, they talk about the smell test and litmus test and those kinds of tests. I sit down and write up my goals. And then I look at them and say, is this realistic or is this just me getting ahead of myself? So be realistic about the things that you're going to do and make sure that you're going to be, you know, passion is a very overused word. So I'm not going to use passion, passionate about something in June, but you're going to be as motivated and driven about something in June when we're heading into the third quarter, starting with July 1st. Are you still going to be as committed to the objectives you set out for yourself now? The goals, which then brings me to goal setting, which is the 
final and biggest part of the takeaway value for this entire podcast, although I think the first thing I said that I encourage you to write down was also pretty important. Hope is not a strategy. (laughs) You can hope for the best. You can hope for good fortune. You can hope for a lot of things, but uh, diligence, work, cultivating customer base, continual creativity, work ethic, sales effort, uh, new creative uh, juices, experimenting with new products. Those are strategies that work. Uh, hope is, uh, is a wing and a prayer, as they say. Let's talk about goals. <clears throat> and again, if you haven't picked it up, you can pick up Do Business Better. It's now for sale on my website, DamianMason.com. Uh, you can also buy the Audible ber- version, so you can listen to it when you're driving around over there on Amazon, Do Business Better audio version. It's available as an ebook. also. My concern about the audio version is uh, it's not me talking, and so I like the way I talk better than other people talking about my stuff, but you should pick up whatever works for you. Goals. Resolutions or what you say on January 1st or December 31st. On average, people give up on them by like January 11th or 15th. Not being mean, it's just what happens. You know, they're, they're going to lose weight. I, I see it every year. I'm out here in the Phoenix Mountain Preserve going for my hike with my dog. And there's the New Year's resolution night. God, they're just going at it like crazy. Of course, they're so sore the next day because they haven't exercised since ninth grade phys ed class that they don't ever exercise again after that big hike. But geez, out of they put it in big on that one day. Goals versus resolutions. Goals are basically, I think, a roadmap to where you're trying to go. You set these goals and say, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to end up. I do them in three categories. Business personal, and financial. And yes, I've talked about this, and I've talked about this before. I put it in my book. I've shot videos about it, but I think it's that important. I set them in business, personal, and financial because those are my three main categories. You can do whatever categories you want. Those work for me. I believe they will work for you. In business, which is the biggest thing because I've run my own business for 25, now in my 26th year, what do I want to accomplish? How many books do I want to write? How many podcasts do I want to create? What's my revenue going to look like? What's my expense going to be? Where am I going to spend my marketing effort? See where these things are going? Those are business questions. And when are you going to hire a new employee? What new initiative am I going to take on? Those are business questions for you. No matter what your business is, you have the new year ahead of you. And you have the idea that you're going to do something with that new year. The biggest bulk of my list is my business objectives, my business goals. Now, I'd also encourage you to set those goals in long-term, short-term, and medium-term. Short-term, you're going to change three of your habits at the office right now. Short-term, right now, this minute, you're going to change how you interact with customers. Uh, Short-term, by the end of the first quarter, you're going to pick up three new clients. Make sense to you? By the end of the first quarter, you're going to have a completely new revamped look for your uh, marketing effort. Your logo and business cards are going to be redone. That's short-term goals. Medium-term, of course, would be implementing that new look, that new branding look across all forms of social media and all of your customers then uh, receive new branding information and see that you have upped your look because you are not going to sit around and and start to look stale. Uh, Long term, of course, then the goal is to make sure that that branding look becomes recognizable and is known throughout your marketplace as the company XYZ that you created. Make sense to you? Long term, short term, 
medium term. Now, when you're doing these long-term, short-term, medium-term, and doing them through business, personal, and financial, you know, a personal one, of course, would be uh, to have a healthy relationship, and uh, then you give yourself the actual work that you're going to do. Have a date night. Uh, make sure that you turn off the TV, shut, turn down your phone, put down your phone, and actually have a conversation with your spouse or your loved one. Those are personal goals. But the goal, if you say, I want to have a healthy relationship, well, if you're not going to change, then what the hell? Why write it down? So on mine, especially on things that really require some heavy lifting, I say, here's what I, the goal is, and here's how I'm going to attain it. Going back to the relationship thing. Are you actually going to change your behavior? You're going to uh, make sure that you devote time and energy to the relationship? Put down the phone. Put down the remote. Turn off the TV and actually talk. That would be the action that you're going to take to attain the goal. Financial is a great one. Since I set business, financial, and personal goals, I told you about business using the branding example. I told you about personal using the relationship example with your spouse or loved one. Now let's talk about your money. We're all out here trying to make a living. We're all out here making a living. We all started our businesses because we wanted to make a living on our terms, right? So if you've done the hard work of starting a business, you're going to start a business, you're going to run your own self-employed entrepreneurial venture. Now do the second part of the work of managing the money and being a financial mind. That's where the financial comes in. Uh, my financial goal started 25 years ago to learn more. And so then I read the money section of USA Today, started simple, and God knows that's simple, <laughs> every day that I was on an airplane. Then I started buying financial books. And if you've read my book, Do Business Better, you know I've recommended a few. Uh, the Dean Witter Guide to Personal Investing, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Millionaire Next Door, The Millionaire Mind. Not to mention just any fundamental book about finance uh, to learn what an asset is versus a liability, to learn what a balance sheet is and a P&L statement. These are simple, simple things that sound more difficult to manage than they really are. So on my financials, I set what I want my yearly revenue to be, but I've already kind of covered that in the business part of my goals. I more so in the finance say, what do I need to do to get where I want to be? And where I want to be is somewhere warm in the winter and somewhere nice in the summer. I want to be able to enjoy time with my dogs and my wife and, and my friends. I want to go and hike. I want to walk around the property. I want to go hunting a few times. I want to sit on the, on the pier in the summertime and drink a Coors and hop in my pond. How am I going to be able to make sure I do that? Granted, I've got to do the work. But what about long-term when I want to be able to do more of those things? And that's where the financial goals come in. So I set my financial goals, again, short, medium, and long-term. How much am I going to devote to savings and investment this year? How much am I going to pay down on my mortgage, let's say, or if you carry credit card debt or a car loan? Uh, I personally don't carry those things, but I, those are just things that uh, you want to then look at how you can do paying these things down. So set your financial goals, what you're going to do in the next three months, six months, 12 months, short term, medium term, and then long term. What do you want your net worth to be five years from now? What do you want your financial picture to look like? 10 years from now. Now then, setting the goals, I've already explained it, short-term, long-term, medium-term, and then looking at them in terms of those three categories, and for me, it's business, financial, and personal. 
You know, it might be being stronger. One of my goals this year is to be well. And I know that sounds silly and I've mapped out the things I'm going to do. I'm going to take care of my hips. I'm going to stretch more. I'm going to go and I'm going to go as much as I don't want to and get the uh, cortisone injection so I can continue to be flexible and mobile. I'm going to do certain things. And what are you going to do physically, emotionally to manage your emotions? What are you going to do to make sure you have really good mental wellness, mental health? Because running your own business can be very stressful. So you've got to make sure you're taking good care of your of your noggin and emotional and personal and emotional and, and uh, mental health wise. So those are all things that I go through about what I'm going to do to attain the goal. And I encourage you to do the same thing. And here's the other thing. It doesn't matter if you write all this down. And you never look at it. I look at it every day that I travel, which is quite a bit. So when I travel, I pull my goals out. I got them on my computer. I print it off and I look at them. I encourage you to do the same thing. And again, you can do this beginning of the year. Right now is a great time to start because the whole year is in front of you. What are you going to have accomplished by the end of the Q1? What are you going to have accomplished by July 1st after the end of Q2? Where are you going to be one year from now? But you got to look at these. And then it's okay to do the adjustment. It gets to be mid-year. And you say, huh. What did I think then that now has changed? Then you readjust. It's okay to adjust your goals mid-year and say, hey, this is not something I'm going to apply energy to. And I'll tell you why. I got too too committed over here with goal A, B, and C. I can't cover D right now because it's going to dilute me too much. It's all right to do that. It's all right to admit that you maybe were a little overzealous. And then what matters is if you cross one thing off and say, now that one's not going to, that's beyond back burner. Now, it's really important that you complete the other one or two or three things that became priority front burner items. This is how I do it. Uh, It's important to look at them. And then it's also very important at the end of the year or whenever it is you do it to sort of give yourself a grade. Did you did you do a a minus category type work? Did you do B, which is still acceptable? Because I give myself a B on some things. I'm like, yeah, I did this thing. Not quite as well as I wanted to, but I did it. And did you do a C, which is barely, you know, barely kind of uh, acceptable? Or did you flunk? Sometimes I even give myself an F. But usually the things that I get an F on aren't because... Aren't because aren't because uh, I just am an absolute failure. It's usually because it got got punted to the sidelines because um, because other things got in the way. And you'll find that too. Uh, remember, running your own business can be uh, can be one of those deals where you're you're on the fly a lot and you've got a lot of a lot of pots on the stove, so to speak. So I just told you how to set goals, why to set goals. I talked about New Year's resolutions versus old year reflections. It's very good to look back. And when you look back, it'll do you some uh, some good because you can figure out what you're going to build on and what you did right. And then you're also going to look at what you did wrong and say, okay, I'm going to correct that next year. So these are all very helpful things. Be realistic. Be honest with yourself. If you've never run and you hate running, then you probably should start by setting a goal of I'm going to exercise by going for a walk and I'm going to do five push-ups a day. Versus starting with, I'm going to run the Boston Marathon. Okay, be realistic. You know yourself. What are you really going to do? And if you're not going to do anything, you're listening to the wrong podcast. Because here we talk to people that actually are working to get ahead. And I know you are also. I'm Damian Mason. I really appreciate you joining me here. It's such an exciting time. I know that everybody looks forward to the year ahead. I start doing this in December, but I thought this would be a great way to kick off your first full week back to grinding it out in the new year of 2020. And it doesn't matter when you're listening to this podcast, these lessons still apply. Uh, Be reflective of the last year because you can learn from it. You can build upon it. You can uh, take the lessons and move forward. 
be realistic. You know yourself. What are you really going to be serious about three months from now and six months from now? Just because you say it today doesn't mean you're actually going to have stick to Have stick to So set goals and objectives that you truly are going to truly going to still be excited about come December as you are in January. And most importantly, set goals. I told you how. Do it in long-term, short-term, medium-term. It doesn't need to be overly done. doesn't need to be a big spreadsheet. It can just be a piece of notebook paper while you're sitting there having a contemplative moment. What do you want to do with your business, with your personal, and with your financial? And remember, all three of those things go together. Business makes the financial. And personal drives the business. Also, when financial's in disarray, it's really hard on your personal. That's why those three things go together. Damian Mason, I really appreciate you joining me here. Happy 2020. I know it's a little late coming, but that's all right. I I know that you are a thoughtful person. You're going to apply these lessons. Thanks for joining me. Till next time, it's the Do Business Better podcast.